0: We are Tim and Michelle Hill, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show.
1: We're here every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to encourage you to make your moments count. Today, we're talking about taking responsibility for our choices and that we probably have some things in our life and we need to take responsibility for. Or
0: that we need to choose to take responsibility for. Yeah,
1: that's a choice. The question came up in our clubhouse room that prompted this episode was, what do you need to choose to take responsibility for?
0: So in the process of talking about that question, we bumped up against this idea of how do we know? How do we know when there's something that we need to choose to take responsibility for in our life? And we're going to talk about one of those ways, one of those clues that tell us what we need to take responsibility for in our life. And that clue, that tip-off is... Complaining. Exactly right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not the ever so often complaint. Something you find yourself complaining about consistently.
0: So let's talk first about complaining. There's three kinds of complaining. I bet you didn't realize that, but there are three kinds. And the first kind...
1: Whining. What? No, that's a the subset. First,
0: the first kind, we kind of disagree about whether this complaining, not with each other, but with the research. It says that this is called instrumental complaining, and this is less than 25% of the complaints that happen in the world. And this is where you're actually looking for a solution. So while it might technically be called complaining... I don't think about it that way, and you probably don't either. This is a really solution-oriented statement, and the next two are not. The next two are what we really think of complaining as. First, we have chronic complainers. They will ruminate on problems, and that's when you just turn something over in your mind over and over and over and over like this never-ending loop, and a focus on setbacks over progress. And some research suggests that making a habit of this kind of complaining can actually rewire your brain so that this particular thinking that you're doing becomes completely ingrained. And so as you do it more, you'll continue to do it more. So if you do it, you'll keep doing it and that will just lead to keep doing it and keep doing it. And so it's one of those slippery slope things you start and you're likely to make a habit of it.
1: Get into a rut.
0: Yeah, so the third type is what we uh, are all familiar with, the ever popular venting. Now venting is when you're expressing emotional dissatisfaction and basically, what we're really doing is looking for attention and validation. So these last two The chronic complaints and the venting are not healthy. They increase our stress. Studies show that they do not make the listener feel any better. If I'm complaining to you, you don't feel any better. But the studies also show that I don't feel any better. So we think that complaining is going to make us feel better, but it actually does not.
1: That is true. And you mentioned rewiring of the brain. And there's a ton of research done on the negative effects um, that complaining can have. It can actually cause brain damage because it causes the hippocampus to shrink, and that's the decision-making part of your brain. It can cause memory loss. It affects the ability for you to adapt to new situations. Those are pretty big side effects, and it's a passive action. It robs us of time, solves zero problems. (laughs) And like you mentioned, you get into that rut. It's a slippery slope. It's easy to fall into and just complain and vent all the time. But the good news, since that's a learned habit, it can be unlearned as well.
0: Complaining, not a good thing, but we're here to tell you today that you can use it as a warning. If I hear myself complaining about something consistently, I can make that a warning flag that I need to do something. But what do I need to do? We're going to talk about two different situations. And the first one is that I'm complaining about something that I can actually control, something that I can do something about. I need to then make a choice. I can either do something about it or I can choose not to do something about it, but it can't sit in the complaining zone anymore. So here's newlywed game time. Get to know the newly <laughs> newlyweds. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is a great example, but it's the one that came to mind we went for time to go no you didn't do anything wrong we went for a month with tim asking me every day what's for dinner what's for dinner and it was sometime in the morning and i was working and i wasn't in dinner thinking mode and for some reason the question was completely irritating now He had every right to ask it. There is absolutely no good reason why it irritated me. Let me just lay that out there. Like, this is not,
1: you know, I was just not necessarily wanting to know, but just know how to plan the day because we cook together and just need to know if we need to thaw anything or that was my motivation for asking. It
0: was a completely legit question. I am not saying you shouldn't have asked me, but my irritation level kept growing with the question and I didn't understand it. So I was, I wasn't really complaining out loud. So this is another way to think about this. It might be something that's rolling over and over in your mind, but I could sense that irritation. And so I chose... To do something about it and I started sending him and the rest of the household the plans for what was for dinner for the whole week. Like I had them written down. I just hadn't shared them. And so that completely eliminated the question, but it also just allowed me to bring everybody else into the into the loop. It was um, It was one of those things that I recognized in my head and could do something about. And so I actually chose to do something about it instead of just getting irritated and complaining about it. So that's one example. So then we get to the things that we complain about that we have no control over.
1: Sometimes there's a problem that uh, that we're complaining about that we don't have any control over. It's someone else doing something. In, in that case, what we can choose to do is our attitude about it. So it might be, a, like I said, an outside situation that you're complaining about that you can't control, but you can control the way you think about it and the way, uh, you know, you have your attitude. So I have an example of this. I have a person that I run into on a few social media platforms. They're quite annoying. They're needy, codependent. They contradict themselves. <laughs> they want attention. Um, I've complained to Michelle about them a lot, so much that they bug me. I've started discounting what they say and I tune them out. I won't go into that too much anymore. Yeah,
0: this isn't judgmental um, at all.
1: And that's, that's part of it. But <laughs> You know, what good is all my complaining doing about them? Absolutely nothing. So what I can do, I could cut them out, stop all contact with him. That's perhaps the easiest, but not really the best way to to handle that. So I'm trying to change my attitude about them. I have no idea what's going on in their household or their work or whatever. I'm just seeing a little sliver of them. I can be more empathetic. I can try to see and know where they're coming from. I can be less judgmental, like you say, show them some grace try to find a silver lining. You know, there's a po- something positive that's going on without letting my complaining and irritation taint the good things that they are saying. So all these things are ways that I can change my attitude about it and focus on a solution to get out of that middle rut of complaining about them. And as I mentioned earlier, this complaining is a learned habit. So I'm trying to unlearn it and it's a work in progress.
0: Okay, this is what happens if you stop talking. I need to talk, right? Right. Oh, that's how it goes. Got it. Okay. So change is always a process, and you've chosen to take responsibility not for the problem because you can't do anything about that, but for your attitude. Right. So. Today's to go cup takeaway is another self-awareness exercise. So begin to notice what you're consistently complaining about. We're not talking about the once in a while when you get annoyed about something and you're complaining and, and, and whether it's venting or complaining, That once in a while thing isn't what we're talking about. We're talking about chronic, continuous complaining about the same thing. So taking responsibility for either your attitude or the situation instead of just developing that ongoing rut that that does those brain things to us. The the
1: ongoing rut is where you're complaining and you have no desire to change (laughs) yourself, them, anybody It's just a whole negative attitude about, you know, complaining and about that. It's, it's that, that's what we're talking about. The, she said, the venting, the one-time thing to get it out of your system, that's okay. As long as then you realize that's what it is and you take action to either, you know, let it go or, you know, move to another place about it.
0: Right. So it's choosing to take responsibility for something. And we're just saying that complaining can be that trigger that shows you that there's something that needs your attention. So if you're thinking today and you find yourself complaining about something that you've complained over and over and over about, stop and take some responsibility for it.
1: Not easy. I'm dealing with it now. (laughs) Simple
0: to say, not so easy to do. True. Yes.
1: Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to this coffee and conversation with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We will be back Friday at 7 a.m. Central, so make plans to join us then.
0: Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning.
1: Stay caffeinated, y'all.
0: Good morning, sunshine. Let's complain. I'm not complaining. You're complaining. The sun is too bright. The sky is too blue. I'm too
1: happy. Where's the <laughs> that
0: is ineffective complaining? <laughs> <laughs>
1: not the ever so often complaint. The the once every so often complaint, like I said. <laughs> Apparently I'm I'm uh, in a groove. It's, there. A it's, it's, it's a repeatable day. It's a repeatable day. It's a repeatable day.
0: As you do it, that you'll, okay, my brain just shut off. Obviously, that was not in a correct (laughs) loop.
1: From, I can be less judgmental, uh, judgmental, judgmentable, judgmental.